This is an ABC podcast. We know about the pink test and the cricket getting underway on Wednesday, but in basketball, the two national clubs in Sydney, the Kings and the Flames, are getting together for a pink hoops doubleheader to support that very same cause. The McGrath Foundation supporting breast cancer nurses around Australia. It's on Sunday, January 14. In the WNBL, the Flames will take on the Perth Lynx at 1.30. And then the Sydney Kings will meet their New Zealand, uh, New Zealand Breakers in a rematch of last year's NBL grand finalists, their grand final opponent. And it's the second year they've done this, uh, but it's a cause very close to a lot of people within that Sydney organisation as they get to rally around one of their own. Tiana Mangakahia, a former Opal herself, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, she's played uh, uh, between and throughout treatments while eventually retiring from the sport earlier this year at just age 28. Support for this is always so huge because as we keep hearing, so many Australians and families are affected by breast cancer. I'm delighted to say that uh, Tiana herself can join me on Grandstand across Australia. Tiana, thanks for your time. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you were a player of some note, as I mentioned, and you're now on coaching staff at the Flames. So you're still involved with them. Uh, how important is this occasion, I suppose, and the fact that um, we're supporting a, such a worthwhile cause? Yeah, it's so important, and I'm really excited for the game. Um, last year we did it, and... We raised $20,000 actually to the McGrath Foundation um, and it's so important too because obviously I've been through it and what the McGrath Foundation does for patients going through it is amazing. So I'm really excited. Take us through your breast cancer journey, uh, I suppose, mm -hmm. um, Tiana. I know yeah. it's obviously a very a personal one, but uh, you're by no means, uh, you're a very young person at the moment um, yeah. and you had this uh, diagnosis, I think you were 24 or 23 at the time. Take us through yeah. what happened. Yeah, so I was actually um, playing college basketball at Syracuse University and I found a lump on my breast and was diagnosed when I was 24. Um, so I went through chemo treatment, I lost my hair, all of that. Um, and then I was cancer-free at the end of 2019 after treatment. And then so I was three years or four years I'm 28 now, so four years, mm. and I was re-diagnosed in May of this year, um, and it had spread to other areas. So um, just right now, I'm so grateful that Hoops Capital have allowed me to be assistant coach here at the Flames and, um, yeah, just going through treatment and seeing the oncologist and everything. So that's what I'm going through. Uh, and I appreciate you sharing that part of the story with, with us. Uh, Hoops Capital, of course, the, the consortium that, that owns the, the Kings and the Flames. Of course, Paul Smith, who we speak to a little bit on this show and every mm -hmm. now and then um, does great yeah. things for the sport. And it's obviously a, a huge community event as well. Yeah. Being a part of a team environment, firstly at Syracuse yeah. in, in New York State, where you're playing college basketball and, and here at the, the Kings, uh, or at the, the Flames, sorry, in Sydney, um, when, when uh, all of that uh, recurrence happened, mm -hmm. being a part of a team sport environment um, and the support you get from that, tell us about that. Yeah, it's huge. Obviously, I played for Sydney Flames last year and so I was um, contracted to play this year with them. Um, and so having that support around me and still being able to be involved is huge, I think, just for my mental health as well. Like, instead of just sitting around at home um you know I'm waking up coming into work and the coaching staff is huge like they've been amazing with me and helping me transition into that role because um, it's it's difficult not to um compare yourself or to want to be out there obviously that's what I wish I could 
be doing but um the girls have been amazing they ask me questions they come and chat to me about things so yeah it's huge being a part of this organization um and Paul Smith and Chris Pongrass and Victoria Denholm have helped me tremendously with that and uh, I spoke about the fact that you've returned to playing and you've had obviously um yeah different stages being between treatment and all that sort of stuff yeah. um that you've uh did you you initially wore wigs and then you, you chose to to, yeah. to keep the bald head and that's probably a real yeah. show of strength as well. Yeah, so that was when I was at college. Um, I don't know. I kind of just felt like when I wore a wig, it wasn't truly who I was. I felt like I was trying to be, trying to maybe be something that it wasn't. I just would prefer to have a bald head and be raw and be me and this is what I'm going through and I'm just going to, I don't know, I didn't mind it. Um, it obviously sucked. Like I wish I didn't have to go through that, but um, I wanted to just be bald instead of hiding kind of something that I was going through. And it's something we see a lot when we're you know, supporting people going through cancer, that the shaved heads um, in <laughs> solidarity, you've got a, quite a big family, a lot of brothers, yeah. and I understand they yeah. all shave their heads at the time as well. Yeah, I have five brothers and um, a nephew and a niece, and they all shave their heads. Well, my niece didn't, but <laughs> my nephew did as well. So um, no, my family is literally my number one supporters. They come to games even though I'm not playing and they have supported me so much emotionally. Um, when I was first re-diagnosed, I was very emotional. Um, a lot of like almost every day I was really mm. upset um, and they would come into my room and eat dinner in my room with me or they'd be like let's go out for dinner my niece would come in and give me hugs and stuff so they've literally been there for me from the very beginning and um I couldn't ask for better support from them I remember when um I think it was the second diagnosis came around it was big national news it was obviously quite a significant thing the Sydney organization through their support um you know behind you obviously and that's why we're seeing uh as well an even bigger pink hoops uh, double header this year on January 14, the WNBL and the NBL. Um, mm -hmm. but to be an athlete who's always having to sort of, you know, be, be strong and, and defy all yeah. the adversity to be faced mm -hmm. with that sort of, to be faced with your own mortality, uh, it, it must be a really different thing, which just puts it all in perspective. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, um, a lot of it has to do with how I was raised, my parents that I have, um, and what they've taught me throughout my life. Um, obviously, being a competitive athlete has its perks as well, just with beating things, getting through things, getting through hard situations. And um, so I think they both play a role in how I'm handling this situation. The, uh, the Flames, of course, had an overtime win a couple of nights ago against Townsville. So you're seven wins and five losses of uh, the team. So a big couple of games coming up, which, uh, yeah. as I say, in a couple of weeks includes that game against the Lynx. And there's a bit of a link here because, uh, no pun intended, that the Perth organization also have had pink games in the past. Their former yeah. coach, Trevor Gleeson, his wife, Dawn, had also been through cancer and they've uh, worn the pink unis, which I know uh, the teams will do as well uh, for the first time in this double header this year, which is which is, or, uh, early in 2024, which is uh, fantastic to see. Um, how important is sport as a vehicle for something like this? We talk about sports um, yeah. when it comes to social change and all the rest of it, but uh, so it's a fundraising to see the McGrath Foundation or, or things like um, the mm -hmm. Breast Cancer Network. Uh, yeah such widespread support how significant is that 
Yeah, it's huge. I think um, especially this year now the Kings have come on board with us, so we'll be wearing the pink uniforms. Um, just spreading that awareness um, into the world and knowing that these teams have our backs, um, patients going through it, especially the McGraw Foundation. They um, supply breast care nurses for patients going through it who we can talk to. I actually have my own McGraw Foundation breast care nurse who literally does so much for me emotionally, physically, and just booking my appointments, calling me, making sure I'm on top of everything. So I think spreading awareness and for patients going through it, knowing that that's available source for them is huge. And I'm so grateful that the Kings have come on board as obviously they get a lot of fan base, a lot of TV um, mm. advertisement and things like that. So, you know, I think it's awesome. And um, sports is a great avenue for foundations like this. Oh, the Hoops Capital team are, are a very ambitious mob. Uh, do they have a number in mind as far as uh, funds you'd like to raise for uh, for the McGrath Foundation? <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. Um, last year was 20000 so um, I think we could double that for yep. sure with things on board as well. So at, I'm excited. At, at least. Um, Tiana, I appreciate your time. Obviously, it's a tough thing for anyone to go through. Uh, you're going through it yourself, and uh, you know, all the best with, with all of that. And I appreciate you sharing your story on Grandstand across the ABC today. Thank you so much. Good to talk to you. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.